We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show starts right now. Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it and uh, hope it's been meaningful for you today. We've had a great list of guests. Hey, my grandpa was a union president. I don't know if you knew that. And uh, he worked for the Mansfield Tire back in the day. And I used to hear from him how he represented the working man. And I believe that there still is a a sliver uh, of union representation that happens Uh, But I think my grandpa would roll over in his grave right now if he knew what unions were doing, the ACLU to teachers unions. And that's why I want to tell you about the Freedom Foundation. The Freedom Foundation has been freeing government employees from union bondage. Why is that important? Because unions don't tell you that you don't have to join the union to get that government job or that you don't have to join the union to keep the job. And they're even pretty sneaky about not disclosing that if you aren't a member of the union, that you don't have to pay union dues. Those things are all true. So the Freedom Foundation created optouttoday.com because there are a lot of union members who are sick of it. They're done because the union bosses that take their union dues monolithically support people like Joe Biden and uh, come all the way to D.C. to cackle Harris and the gross LGBTQ plus activism in our schools. So you can opt out of that. Keep the money away from the union bosses, and here's the best part. Keep, on average, about $1,000 in your wallet, purse, or pocket. So thank you to the Freedom Foundation for your continued support of the Ohio Press Network. Check them out at optouttoday.com. All right, he is the hat and boots guy. He's friend of the show, Adam Hewitt. Welcome back, man. How are you? Hey, Jack. Doing well. How are you? I'm, I'm okay, man. Are you, are you sure you're okay? The, I, I text you, the Lions are up, twenty. I think, 21, and before I know it, about seven minutes later, they're, they're, they're not in the lead anymore. I am okay. I still am a hat and boots guy, and I still uh, am a fan of Dan Campbell. I'm not sure what happened uh, in that game, but I will say my grandfather was also a union guy, and he said the same thing. This country was founded on the working man, and never forget it, so... Uh, which most of the working men are hat and boots guys too, right? They are. And most of them, by the way, voted voted for Donald J. Trump in 2016 and 2020. Correct. Their union bosses didn't support him. They supported the progressives in the White House and the Democrats in the State House. So, Adam, I'm going to open a can of worms here, and I'm going to tee it up for you. So it's going to take a minute and a half, so just bear with me, man. Uh, The only thing more important than a free and fair election is the health and safety of Ohioans. That's Frank LaRose uh, postponing the general election in 2020. Here comes Frank LaRose in 2024. Those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety, quoting Benjamin Franklin. Mm, That's interesting. 
Uh, Bernie Marino, America First, Trump-endorsed candidate. Headline, analysis, on nonprofit board, GOP Senate hopeful Moreno approved $2.1 million in grants to Planned Parenthood. And oh, by the way, the other opponent in that race, who's also a Republican, Matt Dolan, is said to support red flag gun laws that could take your guns away. And then you've got the leader of the Republican Party in the state, Governor DeWine, vetoing House Bill 68, which allows our kids to cut their breasts and penises off and take drugs. Um, And then this morning I found out that the Ohio Chamber, uh, which is led by Steve Stivers, former Republican congressman, has endorsed some candidates. And on that list, you guessed it, Blue 22 members. Adam, what the hell is a Republican? Well, in the days of this, we have to identify as something is the is the is the new new language, I guess. To identify as a Republican, I don't know the answer to that. But I think to what everything you just said, I think I think sometimes these guys just go along to get along. And I had this conversation this morning with a friend of mine. We were talking about this exact topic, and I, I asked him. I said, "You remember like when you're in high school, and and the and the and the basketball coach says." We're going to start this freshman over this senior because we're building for the future. And then that freshman becomes a junior. He gets benched for the next freshman because we're building for the future. When the hell is the future? Because if you look at some of these bills these guys are voting for and passing lately, hey, we're going to vote for this now. There's going to be a better bill later, I promise. We're going to vote for this now because then we'll get the spending cuts later. When is the later? We're $34-some trillion in debt because in 2008 there was always going to be a later. When is the later? We're kicking the can down the road and we are dithering. That's what we're doing. Now, I I give kudos to lawmakers in the lower chamber of the state house and in the upper chamber for overriding Governor Mike DeWine's veto of House Bill 68 and his attempt to outlaw flavored tobacco. They also override some of overrode uh, his position on, you know, power of the executive branch, particularly Department of Health during a COVID or other type of pandemic crisis. But to your point, we're $34 trillion in debt. Adam, the average American can't do that. It's assets equal liabilities right on the balance sheet, or it's in the income statement. What you bring in, you spend. You can't overspend. And eventually, if you overspend on credit, they call you on it and you got to pay it. And the further in debt you get, your interest rate goes up and they're calling it on you sooner. The government doesn't play by those rules. We all know that God created men and women, but apparently our Congress people don't know that. We all know that we, if we don't have a border, we don't have a country, but we're more concerned about sending money to Ukraine and Israel than we are about securing our own border. I, I can't figure it out. Yeah, you're exactly right. I, I think part of the problem is, Back to the the what is a Republican, and like I said, I'll use the current the current you know cool thing to say is what do you identify as? If you if you walk up to anyone you know, anyone on the street, anywhere you go, and say, "Are you a Republican?" and they say yes, yeah, what does that mean? Because it used to be you know pro Second Amendment, pro life, pro traditional family marriage, pro fiscal discipline, and now it's a situation where, and I can't answer because the dichotomy to me is so thick that it's like. I'm a Republican, but I'm pro-choice. I'm a Republican, but I'm for red flag laws. I'm a Republican, but blah, blah, blah. What is a Republican? And I'll give you the other example. And I get it. 
So the Ohio Republican Party State Central Committee, I believe, if they have not officially, I think they did officially do this, they were charged with creating a platform. Now, a platform is something that a voter can look at, to your point, and say, okay, if I vote for a Republican, they should be pro-Second Amendment, pro-life, pro-family, pro-God, pro-small government. Well, in an effort to take the teeth out of the Democrats' argument, and by the way, the Democrats in this election cycle have two things, orange man bad, and if you associate it with orange man, you bad too, and abortion. So Republicans are saying, we're going to take abortion off the slate. We're going to take it off the platform. It's too controversial because if we give them an inch, they're going to take a yard and the press is going to weigh in on it and lie for them. And so the strategy part of me goes, I get it because Obama said he didn't believe in same-sex marriage. Of course he did. He said it to get elected. Well, of course some Republicans believe in pro-life position, but they're not going to say it because they want to get elected. What's the right answer? Yeah, I think, and you're exactly right, but I think that if to get elected in a general, but then to do something the other side's going to do anyway, what's the difference? So if you say certain things in a primary, and then you get there, and oh, like I said, I'm going to vote for this now, but we'll get a better spending bill later, and you vote for it, the Democrat voted for it too. What's the difference? (laughs) I'm having a hard time. It's like we both have, and when I say both, I mean the uniparty system, or the two-party system, which really has created a uniparty, both hands on the wheel comprising the same individual, perhaps, driving the bus over the cliff. Um, Correct. Man, oh, Manischewitz. That's a can of worms. I don't know where we go from there other than how do you determine, so for example, I just had Matt Dolan on, and Matt Dolan was talking about his platform really in juxtaposition to Frank LaRose and Bernie Marino. And we've only got about a minute here, you know, but Matt Dolan says, yeah, you might not like me. You might not like my position, but you know my position. Um, but his position is really not traditionally Republican. Do you think people are so desperate for clarity and consistency that they'll um, swallow that hook, line and sinker and vote for somebody like Dolan versus somebody like Bernie, who is, is talking the, the America first pro MAGA movement. Yeah, I think there's a chance, but 30 like seconds here. Long- sorry to, sorry to hamstring you. Go ahead. No, you're good. No, I just, I just think people want, want authenticity. So if, if they believe Matt Dolan's authentic and, and they can trust him, Hey, I may disagree, but I think you told me the truth versus some fake fraud, whatever. I think that matters in some of these campaigns. Yeah. I, I can't agree more on that. And, you know, I look at it and I said it earlier, I'll say it again. Bernie Marino, Matt Dolan, Frank LaRose, all of them are better than Sherrod Brown. Now, last election cycle, when you're trying to replace the Republican, uh, Rob Portman, who's milquetoast Republican, you certainly wanted a stronger conservative, and I think we got that in J.D. Vance. Uh, Adam, you're, you're carved for the next segment. You're going to stick with us? Yep, I can do that. All right. Stay tuned. More with Adam Hewitt next. Hey, are you looking for a wedding venue? Maybe you're getting married or somebody you know or care about is. You need to check out the Legacy on Possum Run. You can do that at thelegacyonpossumrun.com. When you get there, you're going to see the three beautifully unique spaces that comprise the venue. Check the calendar so you can see what dates are open. Pricing is available for you. 
tons of reviews from couples who love the space. Uh, Whitney and I operate that venue. And uh, obviously, when you choose it, we benefit and we appreciate you, but we know you're going to love it. So check out The Legacy on Possum Run at thelegacyonpossumrun.com. Your legacy begins here. Joined by Adam Hewitt. Adam, you know, we've got spending issues, border issues, political activism in our schools, rigged elections. I don't care what anybody says. When you look at the way that the government interfered through social media giants and withheld information and uh, the cabal that really took away our First Amendment right to speak, um, those are those are issues. And what we talked about before we went to break was what does it mean to be a Republican? Pro-Second Amendment, pro-life, pro-family, small government. Um, okay, those things matter. Here's, here's, here's the crux of it to me. This is what I want you to think about. Can those things win elections? Pro-Second Amendment, pro-life, pro-family, small government? I think if we talk about them in the right way, they can. Uh, but it's a fair point, fair question. But, you know, if you, if you think about, like, like I said earlier, these, these, you know, hey, I'm going to do this now because I promise we'll get something better later. Well, it's all these in- incremental things we're trying to do. But if you look back and say, hey, there's a member of Congress that got elected in 2000. It's 2024 and he's still there. What has he gotten accomplished? What has he had to show for it? And so, you know, the old line, fight the battle you're in, not the one you wish you were in. I think it's about time we start fighting the battles right now. Because there may not be a later. Yeah, and I I think, well, first of all, thank you, by the way, and listeners don't know this yet, but uh, Adam helped link me with Mark Murphy, who was with us yesterday. And Mark Murphy's uh, story, a special report, Crisis at the Border, uh, the story told from a a dad who tragically lost a beautiful 21-year-old daughter to fentanyl poisoning, um, give cre- gives credence to the idea that, you know, you've got to win the, the battle that you're fighting. And, oh, by the way, we're in a war and some people are just waiting it to come, you know, to their doorstep. But you need to understand we are in a war and you are either proactively fighting in it or you're going to react. And I'm telling you, when you react instead of respond, you're in a weaker position. But I, I guess, Adam, and I don't really have an answer as I think about this. What I hear you saying is we need to stand for something and fight the, the battle based on that. And I look at it this way. We are captured. Our government is captured. Our schools are captured. Uh, our media is captured. Our media are captured, I guess, is the proper way to say that. What else am I missing? Schools, healthcare systems, um, professional sports. It's all captured. And so... If the easiest way to start freeing the slaves, if you will, to free the captives is to just get elected. So, right, let's at least keep the House. Let's maybe get the Senate. Let's get the White House back. I guess the the, the $64 million question is, is it better to do that by being a Barack Obama who says, oh, I don't believe in same-sex marriage. You know he does, but he, he says that people believe it. He gets, he gets elected and then, you know, all hell breaks loose. Um, or is it better to say, this is what I stand for, and we're going to march on this, and can that win? I mean, that's kind of the crux of it, isn't it? It is, and and I think, to your point, if, if you can get elected and actually do something about it when you're in office, okay, uh, fair point. But if, if you say something and then get there 
and then vote the same way they do or don't do anything, what the hell is the point? And so, for example, you're, 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 you're exactly right about we're captured. But in 1990, we weren't as captured. In 2002, we weren't as captured. So back to the incremental things, how did we get this captured? Because we let it happen. Yeah, and I think ideologically, this is the hard paradigm for us to break through, Adam. And I might be, and I'm sorry if I'm waxing, you know, um, too philosophical, uh, but but this is important to say because a lot of our issues are foundational issues, right? We can put out the fire today, but we have to have a long-term strategy and a, a way of acting consistently that gets us out of this. I think one of our challenges as people who are probably a little more hardwired to be conservative is, Adam, you and I can talk, and we want to support things by logic, in fact, you know, evidence-based stuff. We want to be honest, approach things from an honest vantage point, make it about the issue and not the person that we're discussing it with. And by the way, the, the end is something that's meaningful. It's based on foundation and truth and something that's been proven over time. And so the, the means and the end are both good. We're not working against people who believe any of that. They'll lie. They'll cheat. They'll steal. They'll, they'll come against you as an individual, try to cancel you. And oh, by the way, their end is hell. It's not something good. And isn't the hard part breaking the paradigm and realizing we're negotiating with terrorists? Yeah, and it's an, it's an important conversation, and these are important topics because you're right. And, and, and the people that are in charge, they'll do anything to get reelected. I mean, they know it's bad for America. They know it's bad for the people that live in America. And they, they still do it because guess what? Well, this guy's going to support me, and I'll get reelected. And like I said earlier, I'm just going to vote for this one now. I don't agree with it, but I'm going to vote for it because next year we'll get a better bill. There's never a better bill. No, there really isn't. And Republicans had an opportunity, um, this Congress, this budget cycle, to make a difference, and uh, they're not. They're okaying spending. That uh, Warren Davidson talks about things that are going on that, you know, and Here's my other problem. Republicans window dress things the same way Democrats do. In, in the latest tax bill, they talked about eliminating the penalty on large families. Well, what you really mean is keeping subsidies for people who are having kids and aren't being productive. Like, it's just it's crazy. Uh, Adam, about 45 seconds here. I want I want to give you more of the floor. I've been talking too much. No, I appreciate you bringing up these topics. I think it's important. And I'll go back to the because the spending thing, obviously the border's a big deal, but the spending thing I don't think people pay enough attention to. But to, to your point, you think about in 2010, people ran on Obamacare and, and, and the spending. We're, it's, it's 14 years later. We're $34 trillion in debt. The guys that have been there since then, what the hell did they do? And both parties. Oh, but later, but later. Jack, there, there's going to be a time there is no later. Adam, that time is right now. And I, I am not being... Uh, you know, tongue in cheek. I'm not joking. This is it. This is it. If if Joe Biden is reelected, if Republicans can't control Congress and 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 turn things around, we're done. The Marxist march will be in its last leg. Uh, Adam Hewitt, thanks for spending time with us today, man. Can't wait to have you back next week. Have a great weekend, Jack. Appreciate you. Yeah, you too, brother. Appreciate you, and I appreciate you for listening. Uh, We've got plenty more left, so stay tuned to 98.9 FM, The Answer.